I always love having uh, dentists who own businesses come on to the show and kind of talk to you about what they do because I, I love entrepreneurship. Hey folks, welcome to the Dear Doc Podcast, where we discuss the practical aspects of running your dental practice, as well as the technology, softwares, and services that can help to empower you as a dentist. I'm your host, Doc Huffpower. Thanks for joining us for today's episode. Is your resume or job posting just not being seen? You need a better plan. Whether you're looking for a permanent or temporary position or looking to hire at Cloud Dentistry, we have you covered. We connect practices with verified professionals interested in temp and permanent work. Sign up for your free account in just two easy steps. Go to www.clouddentistry.com and start browsing the dental talent in your area today. Hey guys, if you're seeing your, if you're seeing this, you're in the business of dentistry and this is Doc Huffpower coming to you from my studio here in Alvin, Texas. Uh, today, we're going to be talking to Arash. Now, Arash is actually a, a good friend of mine, and he is a fellow entrepreneur, and he owns a company called Dentula. And we'll get into that and what Dentula does, and, and, and maybe, you know, hopefully get him some new customers. I always love having uh, dentists who own businesses come on to the show and kind of talk to you about what they do, because I, I love entrepreneurship. So, First off, Arash, how are you today? I'm good. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me on. And uh, yeah, hi, everyone on, on Facebook and everywhere else. Uh, really excited to be here and share some exciting stuff that's going on in dentistry and being able to share this with some of our colleagues today. So I appreciate the opportunity. Absolutely. Um, so let's talk a little bit about you know you first and how you got into dentistry, what your, what your history there is. Uh, practices and things like that, because you 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 do own practices still. You do still practice. Uh, so let's talk about that real quick. How, how did you get into dentistry? I think I've, I if uh, if I almost was born in an actual dental office. <laughs> my, <laughs> my mom, dad, brother, sister, everyone in my family are uh, dental clinicians. So I grew up in a dental office. My dad was a prominent dentist in in his country and. Uh, here in the United States, uh, I had the pleasure of kind of following in the family tradition. And uh, so I've had multiple practices in uh, Southern California region, but just really been excited to be involved in different areas within dentistry. I got heavily involved in mobile dentistry, providing uh, concierge services for patients in their homes. I had a bunch of practices that were associate run, um, worked with uh, the Special Olympics as a dentist for for the Olympics and um, really got involved on the technology stuff, which is kind of what led me to uh, to kind of incorporate a uh, technology company in dentistry about five, five years ago, a couple of years before COVID hit. And uh, since it had a lot of technology and telemedicine involved, it just really exploded during COVID time. So um, it's been an interesting and exciting journey in, 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 you know, my dental career so far. That's that's pretty amazing. I'd love to talk to you a little bit more about the um, the mobile dentistry aspect of things, as well as the differences that you saw in your father's practice. Um, and and Raj, forgive me if if I misremember. Iran is that where your your father was from? Iran, yeah. My my dad was uh, originally from Iran. He worked with uh, on the medical staff of the the prior uh, king. And uh, so when the revolution occurred, it was no longer a safe place to be. So we emigrated here. Right. Um, and um, yeah, I think I think the I've, I've had a first, uh, you know, first front row seat, seeing a lot of the changes in dentistry um, from the way we diagnose to the way we deliver care and some of the technologies we use. So it's been really interesting. And where I sit now, I, I work with the American Dental Association and lots of emerging technologies innovations and um i wanted to make sure that dentists and dental professionals are involved in this process um and so that we we are very much involved in the shaping of how these innovations and technologies um are introduced in the dental dental industry and so it's really nice to work with dentists like yourself uh, fellow dental entrepreneurs who've stepped outside of you know, just clinical care to be able to provide solutions so that the rest of our community can practice better. We can have better careers and um, 
hopefully increase a lot of cool stuff uh, to make to make dentistry more exciting for not only the patients, but for our staff as well. It, it's funny. I, I like to say that our friendship was forged over vodka and technology. Um, you That's know, right. <laughs> the, first, the first time we actually met in, in person, we were in Florida and uh, yeah. uh, we were just having vodka and sitting at a table and talking and the, the, the talk went more and more deep into technology and AI and, right. you know, efficiencies that we could achieve and practices and what we could do to help our fellow dentists to, to make more money, you know, I'm laughing because as I'm sitting here, Arash, hold on, let me pull this into the camera, into the shot. I'm, I'm nice. working, I was working on a camera last night, so I've got littering my area over here. So yeah, the technology thing is pretty heavy on my mind this morning because it's in my way. Uh, but um, it's, it's a changing time. It truly is. And I mean, I, I can only imagine reflecting black, refre- reflecting back, right, on your on your dad's practice in Iran and your practices and your mobile practices here in the U S what are some of the stark differences that you see, not just from the time period, but um, the methodologies and the, the, uh, the culture of a dental practice. What were different? What were things that were different there? And by the way, guys, we are live here. And if you have any questions for Arash about Dentulu, his company, or about Cloud Dentistry, our sponsor, um, go ahead and drop them below and we will try to answer them to the best of our ability. So yeah. Rush, talk to me a little bit about that though. You know, the differences that you saw in your father's practice and the way that dentistry is practiced in Iran as a standard versus in America. I can I can imagine insurance is a big difference there. Yeah, I think I think one of the biggest differences I see is that we're now folk we're kind of moving into more of a uh, an industry where we are responding to consumer demand. I think previously it was, you know, this is what we have, like it or leave it. You know, this is this is what we offer, and the consumers didn't really have as much say. They didn't have, they weren't empowered the way they are today. I did a lecture a couple of years ago, actually, the day that Uber IPO'd. I did a lecture in front of um, a really interesting uh, audience. Um, talking about the Uberization of dentistry and the Uberization of all these different industries. So Uber did something interesting is, you know, they, they empowered the consumer to be able to choose the driver, to leave a review, to see transparency, price transparency. Um, those fundamental, uh, you know, those fundamental characteristics were then applied to other industries like, um, how you get your massages. Can you order a masseuse to come to your home? Or can you order, you know, your mechanic to come to your home instead of you driving to the mechanic? Right. So I think those characteristics have, have impacted other industries and they're impacting dentistry today. Well, you, uh, you, you yourself actually kind of Uberized dentistry with your mobile solution. Absolutely. Well, and that's let, a, let's talk a little bit. Let's talk a little bit about that. And I also want to mention... Um, Again, and, and not not a setup here, but it was just like a perfect segue. Our sponsor, Cloud Dentistry, has Uberized yeah. dentistry because yeah. you know you if if you need a hygienist, you can you know say I need a hygienist, and you know all these hygienists can say, oh, you know I want to do it and whatever. Uh, and and the way they've got it set up is is kind of neat because you get a really quick response because they've actually gamified the system. So your hygienists get rewarded if they show up on time and, you know, they get banned if they don't go to your office when they say they will. And they, they get little badges if they, um, if they respond quickly. And the funny thing is, is, you know, we think as people on the concept of gamification and like, whatever, who cares? Right. But it actually works. People love these little badges. Like I, you know, I've, I've got people in our group here who get a badge for a group expert and they're like, oh my God, thank you so much. You gave me a group expert. Badge. I'm like, you're an expert. That, that you, you earned that. that. That was all you. But they get excited about those little things. And I, I just think Cloud's done a great job putting this system together to ensure that you get the best possible experience. I mean, I don't think any, I don't think it could ever be perfect. You're dealing with people, right? And people aren't perfect. But I think they've done a pretty damn good job. Uh, it, 
you know, at, at putting this together. I know you use them in your offices. So I, I'd like to talk a little bit about that, if you don't mind, uh, just, you know, shameless plug for our sponsor there. And uh, I'd like to talk a little bit about your mobile offices themselves. I mean, that concept just, it really, really gets me going. It's, it's exciting to me. So let's talk about that. Yeah, you know, so part part of what we what we're doing at Dentulu is we're we're not only focused on patients. We want we want to drive more patients to dental offices and go find them wherever they are, right? Whether they're at work, they're at home, virtually. We can't do we can't do comprehensive dentistry through teledentistry alone or right. mobile dentistry. We want to get people into dental offices. So we've really focused on the B two B side um, in getting dentists more involved. In Dentulu, and what what we're providing is um, we're we're basically handpicking the best companies in dentistry, right? Cloud Dentistry being one of them, um, and we're bringing them to one platform so that you can go to Dentulu now and find some of the best innovation, some of the coolest stuff like Pearl's AI, Clouds, you know, uh, staff procurement, right. um, financing, whatever you're looking for. We want you to find it in one dashboard. So when I was introduced to cloud dentistry, um, as as someone who's owned and operated many dental offices, it was like a breath of fresh air. And what they've created is um, basically a platform where you can go on there and look through, browse through profiles of hygienists, of front office, back office, um, you know, associates, whatever you're looking for, you can now go at 10 o'clock at night or, you know, whatever, whatever time you want, it's always accessible. You can find good clinicians that have been screened by them. Um, you know, you can get a background check if you need. You could see um, if they, what their previous uh, dental offices have rated them. So that Uber, that Uberization I was talking about, uh, we've applied this to finding good staff now. So you can read reviews of what previous dental offices said about that staff. You know, one of the things that is like rampant in the industry right now is you're looking for staff, you talk to them, you have a great phone interview, you set up an entire day of hygiene, and guess what? They don't show up. They don't show up. It's crazy. And and so what cloud does is it kicks them off the platform. So if if they don't show up and if you report that, you know, they've, they've done this. Now there's accountability. So as, you know, from DSOs to dental offices, um, we now have a very convenient and effective way to find staff. Um, and what I love about them is that with a simple subscription, um, they, don't, they don't have upsells in the sense that like, oh, you love, you like this one? You like this hygienist? You like this staff? Well, if you want to hire it's, it's my favorite Think about them. I mean, it, it, that, that's yeah. amazing that they do this. Yeah, yeah. you can keep that person if you like that. If you like that person, the interview went well. You book them for a couple of days, um, and if they, if they show up, they do a good job. Guess what? You're free to hire them, and you don't have to pay anyone a finder's fee. And, um, I don't know if anyone else has had this experience, but I'll, I'll tell you, I myself had a um, hygienist. I brought her in on my own. Okay not through a service. So she comes into the office. We just have a great rapport. And I said, Hey, I, I think I, I think you're a fit here. Are you looking for something more permanent? And she said, yeah, absolutely. I love it here. I love what you guys do. Love the culture, love the philosophy. And so I said, okay, I, I, I'm going to go ahead and hire you. I get a call from a temp agency that I happen to have a contract with, right? Now, this girl did not come through the temp agency. She Ooh. did oh, wow. she did not, but she had a contract with them. And right. they threatened to sue me if I didn't pay them one year salary if I hired her. That's right. And so I had to, I had to tell her I, I couldn't hire her, at least until her contract with them ran out. So she canceled her contract and she ended up working for me and was one of the best hygienists I've ever had. Um, great partner in the practice. But the truth of the matter is, is I very nearly didn't hire her because, you know, I was still looking. I, I could have found someone. I, it happened not to find someone before a contract ran out, luckily. But, um, yeah, it's it just crazy, man. 
And well, cloud dentistry doesn't do that. I mean, they no, get that thing no. set up so differently. It's honestly, when I when I first heard about cloud, I thought it was too good to be true. And anything that sounds too good to be true is, it's usually a scam. And so I was pretty hard on them whenever I first, well, you were there. I just, I just remembered that you were there whenever I met Darius. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. I, I was pretty hard on them whenever I questioned them. I grilled them about the product and I used it in my practice before I brought it out so that I could make sure that it wasn't a scam. Guys, it's what it says it is, which is mind blowing to me. You know, you get, it's a freemium service. You don't even have to pay to try it. Right. You know, once you decide that you are going to use them and you want to contact these people, you go in, you do your membership. You can cancel your membership the next month. That's right. Yeah, it, it's it's not month. like you're, 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 you're signing to a long-term contract. It's crazy. I, I don't, I don't, I'll be honest, guys. I'm an advisor on their board. I still don't know how the hell we make money <laughs> because it's just it's just too much value being offered yeah. for such a low price. But they do. So, you know what the coolest thing is? What I love about them is that they've gamified it in a way for the for the uh, you know for the clinicians where they're they, they're checking in daily, like right. You know, it's well, not, not even just daily. I I would like get hourly, yeah. minutes. <laughs> Right, you, know, right. you, you put a post up for you. Hey, I'm looking for someone in Alvin Tessa's. Oh, I love Yeah. I mean, you know, it's like Indeed, like you sent out like this whole process, like Indeed and Craigslist and right. this and that. And you know, half of these just like, they're not, I don't know if they're actively looking. I don't know if they're, if this is a post right. from like six months ago, the people on cloud with, in my experience are almost daily active users. They check in, they're trying to earn a badge. And you, and you, you know that because you can see Active, last yeah. active three minutes right. later, right? You know, and and that's gosh, it's it's just such a fantastic platform. It really is, guys. Not meaning to, this to be a huge uh, commercial here or anything, um, but it's it's just such a very special service. So let's talk about a couple of the other services that Dentulo offers. Um, I, I remember what was the device I was I was flipping out over. You had something on the table whenever I met you. Do you remember? Whenever oh my God, Doc! We have so many. I know we. Let me let me tell somewhere. you some of the cool stuff that's going on. It's like mind blowing, and I and I love. We'll, we'll set up a separate time to like go deeper, but like oh yeah, absolutely. We have absolutely. like listen to this. You can now use your cell phone at home to take a three D scan of your mouth. So your patients, oh, can, they can scan their mouth at home, and it'll send a, an STL file to the lab. And if they need a, they need their retainer like remade, you can literally just have them scan their mouth and you can, you can 3D fabricate or 3D print it or however you create it. Um, so it's how, really how accurate cool. is that cross arch and, and what do they use? Cause they've got to have um, some sort of a fiduciary marker so that they, they can get the scale correct. So right. how do they do that? I mean, that's fascinating. Yeah, I mean, so we're, we're we're right now working with companies that are using like cell phones, intraoral cameras, um, and it's look, we're not we're not taking like uh, impressions of like crown and bridge, so like the margins, right? You know, don't have to be that defined for like a retainer, but as long as you have the occlusal services and the buckle and lingual, you're fine. No, listen, we're getting good quality impressions here, better than impression kits. So we we've, we've we've tried all these different technologies, but. Um, it works extremely well. You can monitor your ortho cases. Are, are you going to? You're not going to tell me what the fiduciary marker is. Are you? It, is it a trade secret? Uh, you know, I, I don't think it's been published yet, so I don't want to. Okay, cool. No, no, that's cool. That's cool. But, but like cool stuff like that. You know, we one of the things I I, I did a I did a, a podcast with Howard Ferran like I don't know eight years ago, ten years ago. He's like, how did you open right. up so many offices so quickly? I was like, look, my my trusted intraoral camera. I used to I used to have a big screen television in every operatory. I did too. I had a seventy inch television in every right. every op. Every op has a TV, and I plug in an intraoral camera, and I'd let them take a look at their own mouth and show them what's going on. And it was and you the, want a cheap camera too, guys. You want like a mouthwatch or something like that, because what you do is you actually you don't do it. You give it to them. Yeah. <laughs> and say, hey, take a look around. Yeah, look I get, in that teeth right there. You know, it's every amazing. patient gets their own intraoral camera. So we're not talking about like three, four hundred, five hundred dollar cameras. We're talking about a camera that we as dentists will you, you I mean, if you see the images, you're like, this is incredible. How is this fifty dollars? 
Right. So we give, I give it to every patient. I do their exam with their own camera. It's called the mouth cam. And so 50 bucks, 50 bucks guys. Why don't you have one of these in every op? You need one in every op. No, I I give it to the patient. I do their, I do their exam with their own personal camera. And then I give it to them and take like, take this home. And what they end up doing is they start checking all their family members teeth and they start like playing dentist. And they like, they found this, they found this all of a sudden the next day or like that week, I'm getting a bunch of new patients coming in. And then, and then interestingly enough, um, you know, I used to have to do like my six month recalls, calling patients to come back in for their cleanings with the mouth cam. They call us now at the two month mark and they're like, it's time for a cleaning. I can see plaque. I can see calculus. That's awesome. I'll tell you, I'll tell you, it'd be even better if you had a, um, a bio illuminator in there so that they could actually see the plaque, you know, as That's it's right. and we, have it. we have that. We, so let's go one step beyond that. Uh-huh. We're now incorporating artificial intelligence. So this is going to be available within the next month. I want one of these. Will you send me one? Hey folks, before we get into today's program, I'd like to talk to you a little bit about one of our sponsors, DocSites. DocSites provides affordable and effective websites for dentists with no long-term contracts. Transparent pricing and great customer service, starting at only $59 per month. They also provide optional online marketing packages to help you increase your online visibility. For special offers, including up to 25% off of your website setup, text PODCAST to 818-489-9823. Again, that's 818-489-9823. Now, this is a limited time offer, so text now and lock in your savings. Or you can visit DocSites.com forward slash TBOD for more information. Well, so you give us your patient and the artificial intelligence, they scan their own mouth and the AI says, hey, it looks like you have plaque, stains, cavities. You need to talk to your dentist. So it's, a, it's like the perfect recall tool. You give it to your patients. I mean, how many times are we going to recommend water pick and like toothbrushes? No People have been like water pick to death. Give them something cool. And guess what? You can bill for this. It's considered teledentistry, so they're actual codes. Ah, I it's love really, it. Yeah, it's really nice. So, so these are like the kind of tools that I think we should engage. I also, I don't know if you have AI in your office, but Pearl mm-hmm. has artificial intelligence. As soon as you take an X-ray, it has like this AI completely scan your X-ray and it tells you everything. Yeah. So, like my associates were not treatment planning comprehensively; they were finding like specific things and then they look for it right i was like yeah it's like you missed all these things and then what it did doc is it went back 18 months into all the things that i missed over the last 18 months and it created a report of all this outstanding treatment that it found that we missed um that still yet to be completed and so it was just like wow this is what is their founder's? What is their founder's name? I I, I interviewed him a so while back. About Kyle that. Stanley is the chief dental director. I went to dental school with him at USC. Um, Ophir Tans, he's, he's the like the genius behind the technology, and he had, actually had a previous AI co- company called Gum Gum. So he's you know he's one of the experts in in AI. And then uh, Kyle Stanley, who's probably one of the most amazing dentists I know, is has been kind of directing. Um, you know, the direction of the incorporation to dentistry. So it's really, really amazing team. And um, I think like these are the tools that we can wow our patients with that, that have efficacy. When, when we spoke off the air, um, I talked to him a little bit about um, something I'm passionate about, which you and I have just we've talked about until, you know, the world's end here. I, I think it was about two o'clock in the morning. We were, we were talking about this. Um, and, and that is the dental data sphere. You remember that concept about how yeah. it's like an onion and all these layers of information yeah. wrapped around them. And, uh, I had not thought about this intraoral camera viewers. I didn't know about this. Mm. So I'm really excited to hear about that aspect of things, but I can imagine that being wrapped in with Pearl kind of like on the top layer. That's and right. The bottom layer of the onion is your intraoral camera. We really need to, we need, we need to get together and work on that because I, I I'm, I'm telling you. I think it would change dentistry for the better and it would, it would make dentistry, it would make dentists oral physicians. It, it, it would have to, because 
of the yeah. way that we would have to look at the data. And, and that's my goal for dentistry. You know, you know, I, I've talked a lot about this. I want to save dentistry. Dentistry saved me. I owe dentistry a life because I almost died from a dental infection. That's why I became a dentist. You know, a lot of you guys may not know that story. And I can, I can go into that, you know, ad nauseum at another time. But the reason that I do a lot of the things I do is because I feel as if I owe dentistry a life and I want to do the most that I can for dentistry as an industry and as a profession. And I love dentists. I, sometimes you guys drive me nuts, but <laughs> I love dentists because they tend to be these just wonderfully caring people. Right. Who, you know, all they want to do is do the best that they can for the people that have, have given them their trust. And I think something like the dental data sphere would, would be a huge step forward in that in comprehensive care, because we would be looking at the patient as these multiple layers of information that all dial down that AI can assist us in incorporating in our treatment plans. Yeah. You know, I, I, what I, I want to make dentistry fun it's like we we get like incredible burnout. There's something wrong. There's something broken. We can all feel it. And we, we we can't touch like we can't put our finger on it. Is it the insurance companies? Is it like the these you know patient? Is it staff? Like it's a lot of like for all of your staff. Of hours, use cloud dentistry, our sponsor <laughs> for today's program. Look, you know, I I sponsor or not. Um, I can tell you different, like neither you nor myself would come up here and speak so highly of companies if we didn't really believe in it. And what I like is we both use the products first before we talk on it. And right. so, yeah, these, these companies are, are, can make our lives easier. We, we can get out of this um, drill and fill and give the patients what they want, which is early diagnosis, early prevention, minimally invasive dentistry. And, and take some of the stress off ourselves. You know, some of these things are high revenue earners. I introduced something into my practice um, six months ago. It's called salivary testing. Oh, like, yeah. What a concept. That, that, are, you, that are, you doing, are you doing the uh, prostate cancer markers and things like that? Not, you just not do yet. the ATP utilization. Right now, I'm, we're working. So Dentulu now provides the salivary test. So basically, my patients come in. I mentioned I give them a camera. And the next thing we do is we say, look, when you go to the physician, they do a blood test. Here at the dental office, we do a salivary test. So we're going to look for specific bacteria that are known to be uh, contributors to periodontal disease. I didn't know you guys were getting into that, uh, in, into the uh, the different bacteria tests. That's super. Oh, cool. we have it. I, you know, I just got off the phone before we we before we uh, jumped on today. I was speaking to um, a, an eight billion dollar company that is now introducing um, a line of specific prebiotics and probiotics that have shown incredible efficacy in dentistry in minimizing specific bacteria and maintaining good oral health and, and addressing oral dysbiosis. And one of the things that I've seen is everyone is now focused on this oral systemic connection. So listen, we've been telling our patients this bacteria can have an impact on your overall health. We haven't had empirical tests that actually show that. So you can give your patients a, 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 like a one minute painless saliva test we purchased the test for about a hundred and so it's a, it's actually it's not a direct test it's an occult test which is really great because it uses chemical markers so you don't have to have it sent off so that you can grow the cultures no no this is a this is an actual PCR test like I oh I okay cool oh, so it's even I, better I, than occult that's it's the, it's, it's the it's a gold standard so I have these test kits it's a it's just a box with some saline and a preservative it's if you you can open up the mm -hmm. the cabinet behind my my uh, chair and you'll see like 300 of these boxes. So I've, I've basic, and you don't have to pay for them. That's the other cool thing is you don't have to pre-purchase, just order like five, 10 of these. And so every patient that comes in, um, especially if you really want to motivate them into treatment, you give them a salivary test. So they swish around for one minute, you send it off to the lab. It or, It's already prepaid. Like you don't have to pay for anything. You just throw it in the mail. Okay. USPS picks it up and then they will send you and your patient a report. And the report will say, look, these are the specific bacteria that are known pathogens. These are the dangerous ones, the P. Right. gingivalis, the, you know, what the one, the specific ones that are correlated to Alzheimer's. Another layer in the data sphere, man. It's amazing. And so they get this result back and they read it and all the research is there. It's all peer reviewed. It's not fluff. It's right. all data and science. And so they look at this and they say, 
And it also shows the risk factors. It shows cardiovascular disease, cancer, stroke, Alzheimer's. So they look at this and they're like, oh my God, my dentist has never talked to me about this kind of stuff. Right. I'm, and they send like 10 patients there, all their family comes in. So then you have the test and you're like, so what do I do now? Well, we're going to start with perio where we can look into lasers, arresting, whatever the right treatment is. Um, and so it's just, or even, or even, Hey, you know, you've got these markers. We're going to refer you to your physician Absolutely. with yeah. this report. Absolutely. And, you know, that was, so technology, um, for those of you who don't know me, I'm a huge, huge geek. <laughs> I love technology and technology in the office. And um, we used to use ATP utilization tests, um, which is carry-free product, something I think you need to actually develop a better one. Um, and what we would do is we'd have the patient do the swab test and it would show them what their ATP utilization was as a percentage of a, you know, like a number between one and two at uh, 20,000. Right? right. And um, so, for a lot of our patients who had a really low carriage rate, I'd say, well, look, you don't have a whole lot of cariogenic bacteria in your mouth. And I want to show you something cool. And I always kept blueberries in the office. So I'd say, you like blueberries? Have one of these. And they'd eat the blueberry. And then we'd do another ATP utilization test. And they could see the rise in ATP utilization from two seconds ago before they ate the blueberry. And I'd say, okay, so this is the bacteria in your mouth that are making acids that mm -hmm. are in your teeth. And this is how quickly it happens. And here's how long it lasts. And I'd talk about the pellicle and all this kind of stuff because they saw something cool. They listened to all that garbage that a normal patient would just be like, yeah, whatever. Right. You'd bore them. They would cut it off. That's right. That's but right. when you see these tests in person and they're a part of that scientific process, they feel like scientists. They feel like smart people. And they're like, I want to know more about my mouth. I want to, I want to really know this stuff. And so you got a unique opportunity to sell them the dentistry that they need. And that's amazing. And, and that's what technology does for you in your office. It's one of the reasons that Arash and I are such good friends. Um, he is my technology God. This guy knows more about technology than I do, which that's, that's why we became friends. It's just, um, it, it's just so amazing what we can do today. And what really amazes me is how few of us do it. You know, it, it's, it's crazy to me that EHRs are not a standard in dentistry, even though since 2014, they've been required by the government. There are still people keeping paper records, Raj. Right. You know, it, it's crazy to me that digital x-rays aren't hundred percent in dentistry yet. It's crazy to me that people are still taking impressions with goop right. they don't have oral scanners, right. you know? There, there are a lot of troglodytes out there and guys, you may hate technology, but it can do so much for you in your practice. And if you want to know what technologies exist, talk to Dentulo, give Arash a call because man, he will turn you on to things that you just don't even know exist. Like how many of you guys out there have a, have an intraoral camera that you're going to send home with your patient? I still have an issue there. How many sleeves do you send home with them? Are they like dipping it in little Johnny's mouth and transferring? You don't need it. It's a, it's a personal camera. There's no sleeves necessary, right? It's, it's a yeah, personal but if they're, if they're like showing around to their family and like, hey, Johnny, but, come here. Yeah, we, 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 give them, we give them sleeves in case they want to do that. But what, actually cooler than that is we actually, it has interchangeable tips. So you know how like your Sonicare, you can just switch out mm -hmm. the tip. So this camera... You could just buy different tips. And so you can have different tips for your family members. When did, you know, you, when did you come up with this? Why did I not have this in my office, man? Listen, I mean, you know, I think it's going to take a, a handful of us dentists who, who like, we understand our problems. We don't, we don't need companies to like try to figure out for us. We know <laughs> the day-to-day -day problems that we have. And so it, it's right. going to take a bunch of us to step outside of day-to-day -day clinical care and say, look, we're having issues with staffing, you know? And so, so we had dental professionals step out of dentistry and create cloud dentistry right. because they know the, the problems that we're having. Right. And so they created a solution for it. You know, I, I, for me, intraoral cameras were just were always motivating for the patients. They would convert easily because they could see what's going on. And the trust was immediately established because they can see what I'm talking about. It's not right. like, 
I don't stand over him and say, you know, talk to my treatment coordinator, 12 MOD, 13 DO. They have no idea. What it's the truest, about. it's the truest level of co-diagnosis when you're a patient is looking with you. Um, so I know that I know that you do this because you and I talked about it. You teach your patients to read x-rays too. Absolutely. Yeah. I do as well. Every single first exam and on their six month exams, I'll remind them. I'll say, you remember this? Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. And we co-diagnose. And it's not like co-diagnosis, like a lot of people talk about with the hygienist in the chair. It's co-diagnosis with the patient. And you say, what do you think about this? That's right. So when you say, what do you think about this? It makes the patient really think. I mean, do, you, do you think we can get by with a filling on this? You think we need to do a crown? That's I'm right. leaning toward a crown, but you know, this is your mouth and it's your wallet. That's right. I'm going to tell you, crowns can last longer. What are your thoughts? Yeah, it's, it's oh, interesting. Yeah. It's I agree. Interesting. I agree. They actually yeah. start, they start formulating the treatment plan themselves. So when the, you know, when the treatment corner comes by, I mean, there's nothing to, you know, I don't like the word sell. You don't have to necessarily. I, I love the word sell because I want dentists to move out of their comfort zone and yeah, think yeah, about yeah. what we're really doing. I, I, I want them to know selling is not a bad thing. So that's right. It has a bad reputation in dentistry because you think of the car salesman. The truth is, is when you're selling something, it can be a good thing because you're hooking up a customer with a product that they need and want, right? The problem with dentistry is that too few of us create the need in our patient's mouth before we try to sell the treatment. Yeah. And that's where salesy gets salesy. You know, right. when, when you've taken the time to educate your patient and your patient understands the problem they have, because if they don't, if they don't own the problem, they don't need a solution. Right. So you have to educate them with things like this camera and things like the intraoral testing um, and, and things like teaching them how to read x-rays and showing them what's going on in their mouth. If you don't do that, you cannot ethically sell dentistry. And that's right. the difference is ethical sales. Yeah. I don't, I don't hate the word sales. I love the word sales because I perform ethical sales because I'm giving people a solution to a problem they own. Many dentists are giving people solutions to problems that the patient doesn't know they have. So they don't own that problem. That's the used car salesman method. And as much as they, they would never admit to that, it's See, what they're doing. What happens is like when you use the word sell, it immediately um, it, it, like induces a reaction from both the patient and the dentist. The patient doesn't want to feel like they're being sold something and the dentist doesn't right. feel like they're being, you know, like a car salesman. So I like, I, I use convince and I think that the treatment planning um, and recommendations have to be convincing. And so I use technology to be able to not only convince myself and my staff, but to be able to convince the patient on doing the right thing. And so these are where these tools come in. When you see it, you believe it. When there's a when there's an AI, it's obviously not you. It's the AI. Right. And it shows and validates what you're finding. And then you can now have a discussion on it. Um, these types of data are very convincing. One of the first things, if you remember that night when we met, um, we the topic of oral sensors came came up. So we have currently today technology, and guess what? I use this every night, every night. My mouth guard tells me how much I was grinding last night. So my night guard has sensors embedded in it. So when I wake up in the morning, I could see that I was grinding like crazy last night. Uh, did, he, did, he ever, did he ever get that down to a good price point? Oh, yeah. It's, it's, it's great, man. It, it, and it's going to get better and better. So right now it's about 100, 200 $50. Oh, yeah, that's that's half of what it was because yeah. it was 500 when I first talked to him. I told him, I said, look, dude, you got to get your prices Too down much. because right yeah. now this is a solution in search of a problem. No yeah. one's going to pay $500 to see if they're grinding to see if they need a night guard, which is what he wanted. I said, you need to put it in a night guard so that patients realize when their dentist sold them that night guard, what they were doing was a service because then the patient can see that they're grinding. So he actually took my advice then. So let me, let me step back to tell the audience what we're talking about. So yeah, I'm, so, I'm put, so sorry. I'm so sorry. Yeah, you can put sensors now. We, we have the technology now to put sensors in all our oral appliances. So we can see when our patients are grinding. We can see how hard they're grinding. We can see if they're not even wearing their night guard. So when that you can see. Huh? They, and they know you can and see. They know you know, right? These are going to wear it. They're going to wear it. And so we can see if they weren't compliant. And we can also see how our treatment um, is affecting their bruxism habits. So if we're putting Botox, we can see if it actually worked. If we're doing occlusal adjustments, we can see all that. So, and it doesn't stop at bruxism. 
Um, we're talking about sleep apnea. We're talking about sports mouth guards. Like it's, it's incredible. The sensors that are going within these appliances amount of data. So, you know, again, my point is it's, this is cool stuff. And every time I talk to Dennis about it, they're like, I love this stuff. Where, where, we're like, where is this stuff? And and so that's what that too. Yeah. How many people still don't know about the um, about the occlusal testing with your um, oh gosh, what is it called? I hate it whenever I have I've got the word in my mind and it disappears. With bite sensor, you're talking about? Yeah, the bite sensor. What is it called? Yeah. So so the 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 organization the company that's created this. they also work with with uh, Dr. Scholes too because they create the same pads for feet. And I remember all this, but I cannot remember the name. Yeah, this, this particular T scan. Yeah, this this particular company um, is focused solely on on oral appliances at the moment, but they're working on just embedding different types of sensors so we can right. tell you know sleep apnea, bruxism. We can tell pH levels in real time. Oh, he's I mean, got a P, he's got a pH meter in it now. Look, that's, that's fucking look, amazing. Let me tell you something. You're going to be able to tell. Like, imagine athletes wearing their mouth guard, and then imagine in real time you could tell, you know, their pH levels, the temperature, um, if they're like tired, what their pulse and respiration looks like from a mouth guard. Like, yeah, come on, guys. Like, this is this is interesting stuff. And guess who's involved in all this dentist are you guys using laser refraction for the pulse i i'm not going to speak on the mechanisms just okay yet, sorry but but i but there's a, I, a lot of propri- proprietary stuff want, yeah, we talk about off to, camera that we can't talk about in person so here's the thing too I, and i want to make this clear dentool was a company we are just focused on bringing all this to the attention of dentists it, dentool was a company that was founded by dentists and we have all our investors, the entire company just made up a bunch of dentists and specialists. We just want to bring these good companies in front of you, in front of this audience. So that's where cloud comes in. That's where Pearl comes in. That's where ByteSense comes in. We want to bring all these innovative stuff in front of you um, and, and allow you to the opportunity to, first of all, know that we've already pre- peer reviewed all this stuff. We've made sure we've screened, pre-screened all the stuff that they work. They're good companies to work with. And we validate them and then would make you, them. Would you, do me, would you do me a favor real quick? Tell everyone how they can get in touch with Dentulu and, and you know, get some more information about all this amazing technology. Yeah. So let me give you my email. My, my email is arash at Dentulu, A-R-A-S-H at Dentulu.com. What's really important to note is that Dentulu has two divisions. Dentulu has a consumer division that's mainly for patients this, this this division is meant to find patients in their home, wherever they are outside the dental office, pre-screen them through teledentistry, and then funnel those patients to your office, right? So we, we provide a, a small set of services like salivary testing and triaging. And so we do some stuff remote, but we want to get these patients into your office where, and that's where the B2B side comes in. So Dentulu Pro is a B2B solution and basically, we, we provide it all in one dashboard. So your office can have, first of all, this is, I didn't mention this, but, but did you know, Doc, you can have your own app now? So instead of spending like two dollars $300,000 creating a mobile app. I was going to say, because it's expensive. The least expensive I found was fifty grand whenever I tried to build one for my office. And yeah. that, was for, that was someone who was doing me a favor. Try $350. That's amazing. Yeah, you can create your own app. We we've created this for dental offices, so it's a five hundred dollars setup fee, and then it's three fifty a month. Um, and and if you pay for the whole year, like we knock off a couple of months, so it's like two something. And you have your own mobile app, um, and within that app, you could do like paperless forms, reviews, electronic prescriptions, scheduling, like all this stuff that's like frag- fragmented. We put it all in an app. Um, and then, and then you can choose to add on any of these third-party services. So if you want, you know, you want AI, you pay for it and then it just opens it up in your dashboard. Or if you want cloud, it opens it up in your dashboard. So your app, can your app, um, add forms directly into the EHR when the patient fills them out? Yeah. So you can, you can have integrations into your PMS system. So So we're using, do you guys support? 
So we're right now in the process of finalizing the integrations. We're going to support about 96% of different practice management. Software. Are you guys, are you guys working with CareStack at all? If not, you should be. I mean, yeah. That would yeah be so, an amazing relationship there. So I'll tell you one of the challenges in dentistry. And so dentists should know this. Dennis, this is like something important that we should know as dentists. So the companies who have our practice management softwares, um, they have to allow allow things to be integrated into them. So this this new revolutionary like technology comes out like cloud or like have to have to yes, but the ones who fight you hardest is Dentrix. They're yeah, I'm not gonna name, they, I'm not gonna name I will. I yeah. will. Dentrix guys, you guys know I, I if for those of you who don't know, I own part of 16 different companies. And yeah. a lot of them have to do with artificial intelligence yeah. uh, or 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 you know software as a solution, SaaS companies. So the problem with working with these companies is Open Dental, the reason I tell you guys all to do Open Dental or all to do CareStack is because they will fucking work with you if yeah. you're a developer, which means that you're going to get more toys. You're going to get more tools to make your job easier. Dentrix and EagleSoft are assholes and Dentrix more than EagleSoft. EagleSoft will eventually get around to you. They just don't really fucking care. Because they've got a big enough market share, they're not hungry. But Dentrix will openly, very hostily keep you from making your product. And they will sue your ass if you find a way. Um, so you can use and you can use Python, uh, which is a, an artificial intelligence programming language, machine, la machine learning programming language, for those of you who aren't familiar. And you can create workarounds because Python can emulate human functions. And so right. like, any, anytime I can click a button, Python can click a button. And so you can use Python to get around the API. Now, the API is the, gosh, I'm trying to remember what API stands for. Basically, it's the tool. The yeah, it's the communication. It's the toolkit. Yeah. It lets you develop an app for a different program to make it work in, integrated into that program. So if you don't have API level access to, say, Dentrix, you can't, you can't create something for Dentrix that'll work with it unless you use a workaround and so there have been cases, guys, you have millions of dollars, you know, just getting yeah. people getting sued by Dentrix because, you know, do you remember when they sued Seekasoft? Seekasoft won that though, right? Yeah, actually. So, so we work with Sika. So VJ is a, is a good, good man. And he has integrations into the majority of the PMS software. But let me, let me explain what that means just to give it context. So let's say this new software comes out. That, that you can write electronic prescriptions, right? You, you want to write electronic prescriptions. So this brand new software comes out that lets you do that very simply, right? Now, in order to write the prescription, you have to have access to the date, your patients. And guess who, who, who houses that access? It's your practice management software. So this software comes along saying, we've created the perfect solution. We want to offer this to your dental office. And, and then, you know, what, what, what question do you ask? Well, does it does it read my information? Well, Do I've I got Dentrix. Will it work with Dentrix? And the question, then the answer is no. And the reason why is because some of these companies won't allow access to your data, which this is your data. This and by some data. of these companies, he means Dentrix and EagleSoft. Yeah. So I, you know, I, I'm not. I don't want to get into it, but there he's are not going to get into it. I'm going to get into it. Yeah. So they want money. They want money, and they want what they do is they they limit the access of these companies. Unless these companies pay them their, you know, their extortion fee. And so it's, it's expensive. What is it like $5,000 just for the initial access? And then it's, it's an ongoing it's, fee every month. It's the ongoing fee that like you have to pay for the chronic prescription. So let's say that's like 50 bucks a month. But then the you're, I'm, I'm not, I'm going to use it. And guys, who pays for that 50 bucks a month? You do. You do. <laughs> yeah. So like Dentrix, for example, will charge this company a subscription fee which they have to now add to their subscription fee. So now and you're they, and they're not just double. adding that because if they only added that, they would lose money just from the taxes. So yeah. they have to actually bump the fee up enough that it'll cover the taxes for the 50 buck fee that they're just trying to cover. But they also have to raise it higher than that because if they only raise it that much, they're still losing money right? because of the overall price goes up. And so you end up paying, you know, $58 for the $50 access fee that your company is being charged by Dentrix after the $5,000 fee just to have the 
the benefit of being a Dentrix, you know, API certified company. It just pisses me off. But man. you know what we're doing? So this is this is our solution. This is what Dentool is doing about that. So we'll we'll pay the extortion fees, right? We'll we'll pay the integration fees. And on our dashboard, you'll be able to access all these services. So we 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 actively promote integration. We don't close the doors. We open the doors to good companies and we say, come integrate, you know, come into our dashboard. And so we will take care of that, you know, issue. And so they don't, the, the dental offices don't have to worry about paying, you know, doubling the subscription fee for every single little thing they want to do. And so, and then beyond that, we provide everything in one place. So now you have this software where you can, you know, you can have your own app, you can do electronic prescriptions, you can do paperless forms, you could do, I mean, we got stuff in, included in this that's like, I wish I had this when I was practicing because yeah, no kidding. it would have been like, it would have been a game changer. So it's kind of like a kid in a candy store. That's kind of what I'm doing now. I'm a dentist. I'm like, what are all the problems we're having? Let's go find the solutions. Let's find the best one in each industry. Um, and let's just bring it into one place so dentists can find it all in one location and for a low cost. And so that's kind of how... Uh, we found cloud. We're like, I have problem finding staff. I'm I'm gonna go find the best staffing solution, and, and so we we filtered through all of them. So cloud was a clear winner, and we're really uh, excited to be working with them. And I think I think that if dentists are looking to stay viable um, and compete with some of these larger DSOs who are actively including, you know including all these new technologies. I mean, everything I mentioned to you, the larger DSOs are already doing. In fact, they're investing in these technologies. So for a lot of us that are not DSOs, um, we want to stay relevant and we want to have, you know, stay uh, competitive with some of these larger organizations. And, and so including technology and some of these, you know, consumer consumer friendly technologies, reviews, scheduling, I mean, remember when local med came out? Yeah, it was it was, it was crazy. Well, do you? But do you remember? And this is guys, dentists, stopping such dentists. Now, I don't know if you guys saw my post a couple of days ago. I was I was playing around with some. Um, I'm I'm creating algorithms using Chat GPT uh -huh. to create better prompts in Chat GPT. Nice. And so I've been building this algorithm. Uh, for a few months now, and it is, it's too long currently. Uh, and it takes uh, about 12 iterations to get a really fine piece of work out of it. Now um, I'm trying to reduce that down to about five. So what I've been doing is I will give chat GPT a prompt naked and I'll let it push that prompt out. And then I'll run it through the algorithm and I'll create a different prompt for the same thing and get a better piece of work. And what I'm trying to do is uh, gauge interest in the group. So I'll put the post out like this past one. The last one I did, I got caught immediately because it was a particularly bad render. Um, it was um, when you, when you dance with a bear, you better expect, uh, you better be ready for the bear to lead. And I use that as a jump off point for ChatGPT to discuss the challenges facing individual practice owners compared to DSOs and how the DSOs were the bear and the practice owners, if they were going to dance with the bear, they had to expect the bear to lead. So, which thank you, Cynthia, um, who gave me that wonderful quote from her mother a while back. Uh, I've incorporated it into the new book I'm working on right now because I love the quote so much. But the the thing is, this this prompt thing I'm working on gives you better outcomes from those posts. And so I've been working on that because what I want to create ultimately is a prompt set that dentists can have. And I'm just going to post it on the group. So dentists can take this prompt, put it into chat GPT, and it will ask questions uh, just the same way. Uh, the same way I set up for my, uh, my assistants in my office is I, I set up these really hugely complex macros so that when we did a new patient exam, you'd click one button and the assistant would have to answer the questions because they can't close the note until they do. Nice. So I always had all the information in the note that was nice. necessary for my exam. So I never had anything left out. Right. But the problem is spelling because assistants usually can't spell with a shit. 
and their handwriting is awful if you're using handwritten notes. And so they would handwrite things out and then go to do the notes afterwards. And it's just, it's, it's a mess, right? So I was trying, I'm trying to cut out that portion of things. I want ChatGPT to make good progress notes for dentists and to ask the right questions so that dentist asses are covered down the line. So anyway, it, it's, a, it's a project I'm working well, on right now. This is, this is, let me like give, give you a little glimpse into like what's coming, right? So we can now, and then too, we have like uh, chat boxes that go on your website. So, uh, you know, basically when someone goes to your website, instead of just like scrolling around, they're not engaged. Um, it can, you can pop it open. So we have a way for them to chat directly to you. So you take them off the website, kind of onto, you know, uh, the phone. So that's cool. And then we have a way for them to like schedule and schedule like a, maybe they don't need local med anymore. No, you don't. Yeah. And so, but these things that came out were like revolutionary. So the problem is they're all over the place and it, it doesn't exist in one place. Right. And so that's, that's really the goal is like, these are not all our technologies. These are companies that are just good and they want to, they want to play nice with other companies. And so we just bring them into one place and we test them. We validate them, we make sure they're good, and then we bring them on. But what's going to happen soon is a patient can come to your website and they can start engaging, not in a chat format, in a video format. So we can take you as the dentist. I can record about 30 minutes of footage of you. And then I can create your, uh, you know, like a, a replica of you. And so they can actually talk to you. And and the, the so an avatar. We're talking about it's, like, it's an avatar, right? So it's an avatar. And they'll be able to ask you questions and they'll be able to then schedule an appointment. And then I, I already know where you're going. You, you're, you are setting up for when everyone's got a pair of Apple AR goggles. I mean, that's the next phase, right? I mean, right now, let's just get our, our websites to talk to the visitors. Like what a concept. So when they come, they can ask you your hours. They can say, Hey, can I have an appointment for next Tuesday? And it'd be like, sure, Susie, the confirmation just got sent to your cell phone. We'll look forward to seeing you. And one of our staff will reach out to confirm your appointment, you know, the day prior. There's, there's a company I'll, I need to hook you up with. Um, they are called Vet Power. You know, I've got my tendrils in all sorts of different verticals, right? And so Vet Power has an artificial intelligence and it is a plug and play box physical box. It's not a piece of software you put on your computer. They send you a box. Inside this box is a little microcomputer. The microcomputer, um, basically, it's got an operating system on the chip, right? And what it does with the system on a chip uh, is it is an artificial intelligence, but it's a very good generative national uh, natural language program, right? And so it plugs into your website and it plugs into your phones. When someone calls your office, it answers the phone and says, hi, this is VetPower. I am a virtual assistant and I can help you with anything you would like. If you wouldn't mind using me, go ahead and press one now. If you'd rather speak to a person, That's awesome. press number two. That's cool. And so it asked permission, which I, that was the most mind-blowing thing to me is that it asked permission to right. be the thing that helps you because people resent artificial intelligence whenever they call somewhere and they get a phone that's answered by artificial intelligence, but it is the best experience I've ever had. It's so good. That's awesome. Uh, You know, you can schedule appointments with it. You can ask for medication refills. You can do all sorts of things and it will put it into this queue and then push it directly into the, um, the, the practice management system, which practice management systems and veterinary are way easier to work with. Even the ones owned by Henry Schein, believe that or not. So um, Henry Schein and Patterson are two of the big ones in, um, in veterinary, but it's very responsive. It's very natural and it responds well to human voice. So you can say anything and this thing is going to respond correctly. Uh, right. Kind of like the, um, the, the voice dental program that I, I demoed. I think I demoed that to you in Florida. Did I or not? Uh-uh. No, we, I need to get you set up with that to work with them because they would be a real winner in your, your kind of circle of influence you're, you're building here, but um, it right. does a great job with notes verbally. Um, it kind of, it was my first iteration of this thought before chat GPT came out. Um, so I, I actually founded that company. Um, I own a part of it. 
not a huge part. It's like 20% awesome. or something, awesome. but it is, it, it inputs notes directly into all of the major PMSs by using webhooks, which is a little bit of a different thing for you guys who don't understand webhooks is different than API. It's not a direct access. It's kind of a workaround, but the, the point is, this is where dentistry is going, guys. Dentistry is going full bore AI. And if you were not riding this bus, you're getting left behind. Everybody else is leaving town. Yeah. You're the only person here. Uh, you and your paper records. I, I think that I think that uh we really should wake up as quickly as possible and understand that like we all had such a I don't want to get into like smile direct club or anything like that, but like everyone were up in arms about like, oh my God, someone is now treating patients, you know, they're bypassing the dentist. But I, I, I learned a lot from smile direct club in that, you know, the consumer, there's certain components of convenience and transparency and blow whatever you want to go into it that, that, that consumers love. It was just some technology that was very disruptive. Now, did I like the approach? No, did, you know, you know, the, the, I don't want to get into all the negatives, but there are a lot of positives that came out. And so I realized that was the aha moment. I was like, if we don't get involved, they're going to do it for us and we're going to get left behind. So that that's really, I think what the biggest thing is like, as dentists, we got to get involved. We got to learn what we like, what we don't like, and we have to be actively involved in shaping how these technologies are going to be incorporated into dentistry or else we're going to have corporations do it for us. And, um, I, and, I, and that's what I love. I, I love that you got a piece of all these companies and you're involved in advising and shaping them. And that's kind of where I'm at. Um, but, I, but again, like my well, whole reason we're friends, man, what are you talking about? We love the same but, things. Yeah, I love it. I, and I think, I think we're ultimately we've, we felt the difficulties and challenges in running an office in being, you know, a clinician and running a business. You, you have so, to take that step first because you, it, unless you are the dentist, if you've not been in the dentist's shoes, you've not been in the dentist chair, if you've not been there trying to retract that freaking cheek from the yeah. person who has horrible bruxism because they have OSA that their physician didn't fucking diagnose and won't diagnose and the patient won't accept that they have sleep apnea. So there's nothing you can do. And you're sitting there and you're trying not to fucking cut this guy's face open. You see this? You see this? So this tells me if you have sleep apnea. It's that easy now. Yeah. FDA, it's FDA approved. You send one of these home with a patient. It's got. Staff. I know that one uses laser diffraction. Right? So... <laughs> Look, you have you have these little like you, you you have a ring. You send it home, and you don't even get involved, right? A sleep physician, the way we do it in my practice, I have a sleep physician who talks to the patient. They monitor the patient. They'll diagnose the patient, and then they'll tell me, "Yeah, this patient has sleep apnea. Let's try an oral appliance." And so we use a really good we use a good lab that is just incredible. Um, you know, I, I, I use Panthera. I've worked with all the different ones. How do you, how do you guys handle the billing? This is actually one of my first investments as, as a, as an entrepreneur was in a sleep lab. Um, it, it failed. Uh, it was, it was a failure. Really? But yeah. Unfortunately. Yeah. Um, we, we don't do anything. we like, there, there's a third party company. I'm happy to share more people who are interested, like they bill it out. Um, the, the reimbursement is like between $2,000 all the way up to 6,000. And it can go, it can go much higher than that. The, the highest we've hit. Um, okay. Because we started this really early. We, we were some of the first people doing OSA back in 2012. And, awesome. um, the, the largest number I got for a sleep appliance was $35,000. Wow. And so, you know, whenever you get these things back, if you don't do medical building yourself in the office, you don't really know about this, but they will tell you what you could have charged. And I could have charged $97,000 for that appliance wow. at that time with this particular insurance, um, which believe it or not was United. That's <laughs> so, um, the money is out there to be made if you know how to bill correctly. Um, now you would get flagged for fraud now if you were to charge that amount because the limits have been established. So once they've been established, they've been established between twenty five hundred and five thousand dollars, maybe six thousand on some insurances. But um, this is an area a lot of dentists are still not engaged in. So Arash, is this a service that you guys can offer our dentists out there that they don't have we to have, worry about this medical billing? We literally have 
an entire workflow just for sleep. And so we we have every single thing that you need to notate, every single step along the way. We have the right lab to use and we have the right billing company to use. So you can start a sleep program in your office and you, you have crazy. sleep training. You'd be crazy not to like you, you are, you absolutely are. But do you guys provide sleep training so that these dentists can get certified with their state requirements? Yes. So we don't do it ourselves. We, we work with third party companies. Um, but I, our goal is to, you know, our goal is to get dentists, uh, to implement this in their practices and to create them the software solution. So there is, there are special credit uh, in some States, not all States. Um, that requires some additional uh, certification. Um, but, you know, this I started this in my practice, very, very uh, easy to implement. And the, the revenue was just incredible. And you just ask some basic questions. Actually, I can I can see the patients who I, who I think will have it. Like I look at them, I can tell by their tongue size. I can tell them by- Scalloping. You know, <laughs> what is her melon potty? <laughs>